0: Are you ready? You are listening to the Ducks and Pucks Podcast. This is the number one home for Anaheim Ducks talk and analysis. Here we go. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Mike Walsh, along with my co host, Eddie Richard, and we are back. And not only are we back, but uh, Zegris and Drysdale are back. They, you know, we had our last show. Uh, the, the, you know, shorthanded ducks, and they are back. Uh, Eddie, I am pretty ecstatic uh, that they're here. We can talk about their contracts and whatnot. But uh, I, I know what you like to talk about. Uh, have you had anything to, to, to drink yet?
1: <laughs> nope. I'm on the wagon. I'm so kidding. No, I'm not. No, I'm actually under the weather not feeling 100% uh, I've been fighting this flu thing I have but it's not stopping me. I have Twisted Tea, original iced tea. I've been a the flavored drinker, 5% alcohol so it's actually pretty cool. And I have my pink Whitney, pink Whitney shooters. How about you, Mike? What are you drinking? Nice.
0: Nice. I've had a couple Coors Lights. Nothing, you know, super exciting. I, I I know it's kind of water to some people, but you know, whatever. I've oh. had a long long day.
1: Coors Light For rocks. Me. I love Coors Light.
0: Yeah, I just had a long day. A Lot lot Going on in in the, in the regular world, I guess you should say. So uh, I had to have a couple before we started the show just to mellow out. It's been, it's been a long day and a long week, I should say. <laughs> but I, I am excited. You know, we got good news. Earlier this week, we had Zegras uh, signing a three-year deal at $5.75 million. Then we had Drysdale right before we recorded the show, also signing a three-year deal, but his at $2.3 uh, million. And uh, I'm just happy to have these guys back. I know, I know we were kind of kind of, maybe a little bit pessimistic on, on the last show, but uh, I, I'm just happy. The deals are done. We can move on, focus on hockey. We're going you know, to talk about both of their deals and what we think. And we'll talk a lot about the roster. It's not quite finished yet. There's some question marks. Uh, some stuff about Carlson was talked about lately. Some stuff about uh, the goalies and net that we'll talk about. Kind of interesting. So we'll go over a lot of that on this show. A lot of your fan questions as well, so we'll break all that down. But uh, to start it off, of course, we've got to talk about Zegers and Drysdale. Um, Eddie, just your initial reaction or what, the contracts? Or like, What do you think, man? I mean, i I just really pumped up that this is done and we can get going.
1: Oh, are you talking to me as a Ducks and Pucks podcaster? Or are you talking to me as a fanboy on these contracts? It's the kind of a difference. <laughs> but shit, I think, they were, I think it's a fair deal for both of them. Um, I think uh, Zekers signed a really team-friendly deal if he's not going to develop the way the Ducks want him to develop. And I I don't see that. I just see him uh, skyrocketing and being a better player once he gets more and more comfortable each each season, each year. So I think it's going to be great. Um, As far as Drysdale, it's a little – it kind of a – Kind of like a kind of mystery thing with Tim. He's only played two seasons. I want to say like 100-plus games or something like that. So we, we, we haven't really – we had a small sample size of what he can do, but he's a really smart uh, defenseman when he out there. When he first started, just like Cam Fowler got thrown in the mix during the injuries, he looks poised. He looks smart. He doesn't really panic on the play. I think he, he's going to develop really well if he can stay healthy, and I'm looking forward to seeing that. But, yeah, it's it's, it's a great deal for both of them. And it's not really a fan a fanboy deal, I guess. I think these contracts were were good, and um, I'm glad the Ducks didn't go and kind of pay for the player that the, he's projected to be. But I'm glad they paid for the player that he is right now, and I think it's a nice fair deal for each things. Um, I also do. I, I text I text Z and Drysdale too. i hey, what's up, homie? Some you guys need to sign like real quick, like blah blah blah. Sign this week so we can do this podcast and we can talk about it. And they text me back saying, all right, we're gonna sign because of you. So I got them signed. So you guys thank me later.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think they're both fair deals. Uh, we had a, a fan poll question I put out there on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, whatever, uh, asking you guys what do What do you guys think for Zegris You know, I said, Hey, it sounds like it's going to be a three year deal. What amount uh, would be good? You know, the the uh, you know annual amount, and uh, we put out four million, five million, six million, seven million, and Almost half of you said 6 million, and the amount was 5.75. So, uh, half of you that took that poll, you were right on. A quarter of you thought 5 million, uh, j- just above 25% thought 5 million. Then, about uh, 21% thought 7 million. And then, just a small handful of you thought 4 million. So, we talked about that in the last show. We talked about how it should have been at least 5 million, at least. And uh, it ended up coming in there. Um, a a good site to follow Evolving Hockey, they talk about all these contracts they had Zegers projected at three years at six million and that's what you the fans, almost half of you projected so you guys are all right on uh, you know, very very close, so very good Uh, I thought it was interesting I'm curious to see what's going to happen you know, three years I think it's kind of a a show me contract for him Um, you know, see what he's going to do and then I think this contract actually benefits Zgres because we just got word that the cap is going to go up to 87 or 88 million. Uh, so, you know, if Zgres does well these next three years, like we all, you know, hope and think he will, um, then he can turn into even a bigger contract longer, uh, you know, uh, in the future. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a win win for both, but I think. If, if Zegers, you know, performs the place the way he does this next three years, Eddie, then I think it's going to help him greatly uh, going into negotiations next time around.
1: Oh, definitely. And You can kind of like people compare Jack Hughes to Trevor Zegers, that same flair, the kind of same style, uh, style they play. When Jack Hughes got his eight for eight contract, I think he only had 100. He actually had 108 points uh, coming to this contract year. And yeah, he exploded and almost got a hundred points this past season. But still, that's something significant right there. And they gave him that that huge amount of money for the player that he's going to become, and to pay dividends for New Jersey because he went over here and here and scored ninety nine points. As far as Trevor Zegers, what had hundred and thirty nine points coming to his contract year, so that's something to take in consideration. I think for big people were really mad because he didn't really sign. Zegras and and Drysdale to those longer-term extensions that they're used to seeing around the league, but I'm glad that he stood firm, and like I said, I think it's a fair deal, and if Zegris can pull it off and keep just kind of climbing in the points, climbing as a hockey player and really stand out and be that stud that he's projected to be, he's coming in for a huge payday, and that that six or five point whatever million he's getting is going to triple probably, especially with the salary cap going up. It's only going to pay dividends for him uh, come later down in the future. So I- I'm happy with it. I'm glad he's back. Uh, I'm, the boys are happy seeing the video. All the boys stick-tapping for him to come back. So it's just I'm looking forward to see what he brings to the table this year. I'm looking forward to the next couple years and when his contract's up, what he's going to get after that, what he does prior to that.
0: We had one fan question, too, about Zegers. William A. Martin on uh, Instagram. He's, he asked, how many points do you think Zegers will score
1: this season? Uh, I'm thinking over 70. What are you thinking, Eddie? I'll put around eighty. I think he'll he'll get eighty. Okay. He's gonna be playing okay. top line minutes. You have Terry, that that obviously proven that he's not a fluke. Um, if you throw Leo Carlson in the mix, his silk hands, his passing, it's just all gonna just pay dividends for Zegers. But he's gonna get those huge minutes. He's gonna get the power play time. He's gonna have every opportunity to succeed and score that. But I I think eighty. I think seventy to eighty will be fair. Like you said, seventy. I'm throwing eighty, but I think that's a fair number to give him. Um, I, I mean, anything less—it's just you, you can't really digress from the seasons that he had uh, prior. So, looking forward to what, what he brings to the table, and I'm um, looking forward to those highlight real goals. And I'm just looking forward to what the hell he's gonna do next to stun everybody like, like he has a four. He actually made the news too. He made—he's actually—he's dating some famous YouTuber or TikToker, whatever. Uh, what, what the? She's really famous, so he's dating her. So he—he he made that spotlight too. So. Hopefully his head's in the hockey game and not uh, somewhere else where shouldn't be during games.
0: (laughs) And and you talked about uh, playing with Terry and then Carlson, too. And I'll kind of save the Carlson stuff for a little bit later in the show. But those three are playing in the Arizona game, um, you know, this this last uh, game that the Ducks are playing in. So it's kind of ongoing right now. We'll see how they do. But I'm curious... Uh, if that's the top line to start the season, because you know, there's word that Carlson's going to be with the Ducks During the season. I'll 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 save that we'll, we'll get to that when we talk about the roster But that could definitely improve his point total as well. Those three together uh, I mean, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen Um, but yeah, i'm with you. I, I I think at least 70, but I wouldn't be surprised if he got an 80 mark Um uh, for uh points this season. So very very excited with zegras with drysdale I was a little bit surprised with this contract. I mean, it was three years at 2.3 million. Uh, Evolving hockey had it at 2.4. A lot of you asked us questions about Drysdale. Of course, when we put out the the you know the uh, ask for the questions, this was before we knew that Drysdale was going to be signed, which was funny because I had people blowing me up and I said it's going to happen soon. Uh, I, I think you know within the next couple of days. Eddie posted that on X. He said it's going to happen this week, (laughs) you know, and then the next day it happened. So we were telling everybody we were pretty sure it was going to happen, and then it it did happen. And and I'm glad it happened before we recorded the show, because, you know, that usually happens afterwards. But some interesting stuff with Drysdale is you had him being hurt. Um, You had uh, Elliot Freeman talking about him a lot. Apparently, there was some bullshit uh, claim that the Ducks were being investigated because uh, Drysdale didn't play at the end of last season. And, and I, I like what Elliot Freeman did. He went back and, and put some stuff together and researched some things. But Drysdale was out medically for six months. There was maybe a hope of him coming back in four or five months, which the doctor said was not uh, really a legitimate hope. So there was some concern, though, because of the way it affected... Um, Drysdale's contract as far as like arbitration status, UFA status, and things like that, that maybe the Ducks had held him out on purpose. But um, I don't think that was the case at all. Uh, I really think that they let him heal up and, and took the summer to come back, and I think that was the right move. I, I don't really think that that was a big thing as far as affecting his contract. Obviously, yes, he could have played a couple games and it would have you know changed some of the landscape. But the bottom line is... He still wouldn't have had arbitration going into this. So it was still more in the driver's seat of Verbeek. So the only thing I did hear some rumblings that that, uh, Verbeek wanted a little bit of a longer deal, which I thought was kind of interesting. But I think this deal works out for Drysdale and and the Ducks too, because unfortunately Drysdale was hurt regardless uh, of the return timetable and whatnot and i think this is a deal for him too to do his 3 years and then you know he's got to you know prove himself a little bit more and maybe get a bigger deal and i think that's why it ended up being in the in the two ranges you know and not maybe the 3 or the 4s but um a lot of interesting stuff that they were talking about this last week with Drysdale. What, what did you think about that contract and his injury status and, and, you know, you know the the stupid claim that, oh, the Ducks kept him out on purpose? I, th- I thought that was a bunch of a hogwash.
1: Yeah, it's just reaching. People are reaching just to, just to find some clout in the social media world. I think it was bullshit. Um, you don't play hockey, professional hockey, that long, and you're supposed to just throw you out on a team that's already out of the playoffs. It's, that's pretty much the dead last team in the league. There's no point. Uh, what if he's, he's re-injured, but he, he's not conditioned enough to come in? You know, ease him into it. You don't just throw uh, pretty much him into the uh, shark-infested water like that. That'd be irresponsible for the Ducks to do that, and I'm glad they took the route they did. It wasn't anything for arbitration rights. I think it was more just making sure they're protecting their investment uh, for the future. You don't want him hurt the whole offseason where he's not going to be training, getting back to form. I mean, it's not like, like back in the day where these players go and just, you know, get OV drunk. The whole entire offseason, these players are training, they're, they're, they're keeping up with their routines, they're keeping in, in really good good shape. So when they come to training camp, it's not like they're starting from day one and getting to that form back. They're already good to go by that. So I think it was a really responsible thing for the Ducks, their staff, that they did. Um, people, like I said, people just throwing out that, that fake thing just for, for clout are just irresponsible and terrible. And it's even, it's, I don't even want to call them journalists They're just pieces of shit that I want to just kind of reach for a story to get clicks
0: yeah I, I agree with you I mean here's the thing you, you got to do what's best for the person you, and that's what you would hope a coach a uh, GM management would do and like you pointed out Eddie it's a good point you know take away the arbitration stuff and the UFA status you know whatever take uh, you know whatever with that stuff we can you know argue that back and forth but here's the thing you're in last place you're not doing well you're're you're, you're we already knew the season was over several weeks before the season was really over. I mean, you're going to throw Drysdale, who's been out almost five months into a couple games over his arbitration status? I I just, no. I I just think that's silly, and I'm with you. I I think that the Ducks did the right thing there. Keep him out, heal him up, the contract thing, whatever. So, I, you know, I'm with you. I I just think that that was a, a, whoever was throwing that stuff around, you know, I don't know. They're drinking some something, something with something in it. I, I don't know. Whatever was in it, I, I don't want it because uh, they're hallucinating some shit. But um, overall, I, I'm happy. I think both deals are fair each way, and I think it'll give the Ducks, uh, you know, some leeway in the cap space. You know, if you look at cap friendly, they're still at an o, over nine million in cap space. Um, obviously, they'll have things to deal with next season and, and figure out some stuff. But uh, that gives them room. If they're going to try to move some people, like we talked about the trade deadline, or try to you know sign someone else or whatnot, they still have options. And you got your best two guys back, uh, you know, sitting right at uh, eight million um, cap hit for the next three years. I mean, that's outstanding. I, I think it's great. So I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I do. I do want to mention this though, and I talked to Eddie about this before the show, and 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 I don't. I you know those of you that know me and Eddie I'm a really positive person and I, I will be objective on this show we will uh, but overall I'm positive but you know I, I don't like to uh let's see be critical of other people that are in the media but uh, this this time I, I can't hold back um, Frank Saravelli, man you got yourself a big l. Uh, on this thing with Zegras, and, and you know you, you're sitting there saying this stuff about how nothing's happening, and then minutes later, contract signed. And then over the summer, you were so adamant that Gibson wasn't going to play ever again for the Ducks, and Harry is already playing in preseason games, and you know he's going to be there at the beginning of the season. I, it's just kind of frustrating to me. I, I just, I, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't like to do it, but I just wanted to throw it out there. You know, a lot of these guys, they, they do a great job, but with Frank the Tank, anything with the Ducks, I'm just not going to believe anymore. I, I hate to say that, but, you know, I just got to throw it out there. I just I just thought it was very, very comical that he was so adamant that nothing was going on, and then all of a sudden, Zegers is signed, and the same thing with Gibson. So, I don't know. Just something I wanted to throw in there. I just thought it was kind of the comedy central of the week with him. I, I just... I don't know, Eddie. I just just kind of amused me this week. I, I try not to jump on other people. There's a lot of people that do a great job in this industry, but, uh, man, Frank, dude, <laughs> I don't know who you talk to about the Ducks, but <laughs>
1: it's, it's, they're not giving you the right info. Yeah, you know, you're 100% right, and I'll be critical of the media, and I I, I would 100% all media, not just hockey media. I studied, I studied media. Uh, my associates is in communications. I did uh, re- reporting and writing the news with the – Fantastic professor, old school professor. She made us write everything out. She gave us a lot of assignments. She told us the right way to do journalism, that with integrity. And as much work as she gave us and assigned us, she was over there with her red pins marking every little thing up. She was one of the biggest influence of my life. Uh, Meg O'Neill is her name, professor. So, she pretty much put the standard in journalism. And frank Valley posting stuff like that, like I said, just for clout, just for clicks. Without that really factual basis, because you probably heard a rumor through the grapevine, I think it's really irresponsible and stupid. You're putting these players and their family and into your crosshairs, and it's just not fair. Like, what do you think about John Gibson's family, his wife, um, hearing news, like, oh, he's going to be traded, he's going to do this. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about it once we hear it, but you have no factual evidence, you have no proof, you're saying that Zegris and Drysdale aren't going to be here, blah, 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 they're not going to sign, you get signed moments later, I mean, what goes, through, like I said, what goes to the head of, of these people, these players' families, like, they're people too, they're not just stories you can throw out there just for clicks, I don't know, maybe he's using too much hair gel on his, his balding head or wherever he's going, but I think it's been really irresponsible for him to do that, and it just sucks because there's a lot of uh, journalists out there, a lot of hockey uh, journalists that could do a really great job. Elliot Freeman is a really great uh, journalist. Kevin Weeks, same thing, uh, just provides the facts when he has factual information. Frank Saravelli Fra- Frank seemed to be dropping the ball this off season, so I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, he's drinking the stuff that's making people hallucinate, like you mentioned earlier, but, man, that's totally dropping the ball right there. It's totally irresponsible.
0: Yeah, I mean, even with the Gibson thing, you had his agent come out after him. So, I mean, that's that's not good, dude. That's just not good. Uh, You know, it's it's one thing to to say stuff about rumors and stuff, but when you like talk about absolutes, you got to be careful, dude. I mean, you 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 better have it ready. Uh, All right, so let's talk about the Ducks roster. There's a lot of stuff going on here Uh, that's unresolved. With the Ducks roster. A lot of stuff. And some stuff that came up actually just this week. So we'll, we'll break this next segment down. We'll talk about the forwards. We'll talk about the defense. And now there's some drama in net too. Which which is kind of surprising. But let's, let's go with the forwards. Um, kind of looking at what the Ducks have right now. You know they got to get down to uh, 23 players. Right? So you're looking at two goalies. Usually seven or eight defensemen. And then uh, 13 or 14 forwards. So, looking at the forwards, this is kind of what the Ducks have got going on. I kind of broke it down on who who's on there and who might be on there and whatnot. You've got obviously Adam Henrique, Max Jones, uh, uh, McTavish, Silverberg, Strom, Terry, Petrano, and Zegras. There's all your forwards. You have Lundstrom who's on the IR, and Kalorn, uh, you know, they had that fractured finger that we just learned about, so he's out for several weeks. So, you know, I don't know if they'll put him on the IR or not. If they do, that frees up another spot. So you're looking at only like eight forwards right there. Then you've got Carlson, which it sounds like from what Verbeek is saying, he's going to be with the Ducks in play. He's going to be in. I mean, it's going to be good to go for him. Um, He's saying that uh, the quote that he put out there, which is a little bit of a confusing quote. Some people are kind of reading into it, but he said, you know, the way I see it, He's going to be in the NHL all year. It's just a matter of how many games he's going to play over the course of the season. That was on serious um, NHL radio. You know, some people reading into the the NHL all year. I don't really think he meant NHL all year. I think he meant NHL this year. So I, I wouldn't get too crazy about that. Some people are like, oh my God, like he's going to be with the team the whole year. I, I wouldn't read too much in that. He's definitely going to play with the Ducks this year. I, I think it's just a question of how many games. So you throw him in the mix, then the other people you've got left on there. You've got Cassian, De Leo, who we just found out is out eight weeks with a knee injury, so he he's out. Gru, uh, Agazino, Leeson, and McGinn. So it'll be interesting to see who who gets in there. You get Carlson in there. You're talking about nine guys if you don't count Kalorn. Um, you got to get at least you know four or five more. You have Cassian still on PTO. De Leo's out. Uh, so you may, you may have some of those other guys in there, uh, between Cassian, Group, Agasino, Lee Center, McGinn. Uh, most of those guys are probably going to be in the mix as well. What 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 do you think about the forward situation, Eddie? Um, you know, uh, how many games do you think Carlson's going to play? Uh, what do you, what do you think about some of these other guys if they're going to make the lineup or not?
1: Well, if, if you're saying, if you're saying, uh... Like, you, you, you don't know how many games he's going to play. Why even keep him up? I, from, I'm talking about Leo Carson. Like, that makes zero sense at all. That quote was kind of weird. Like, if you're not planning on using him as many games as he can play, like, what's the point of keeping him up? You don't want to just take him out of the lineup and, and kind of do what um, what Seattle did with Maddie, or not, not Maddie Berniers, I'm sorry, uh, Shane Wright. They just had him um, up with the season for, like, what, seven, eight games. They held him off a number of games so they can send him to the AHL for reconditioning. It's just not fair in the proper development for a player. So it's if you don't plan to play him, then just send him back down or send him back to, to Sweden, let him play with the SHL or send him to San Diego. There's no point to keep him up there if you're not going to play him as many games as possible or, you know, get him adjusted to the NHL and let him develop properly. Um, as far as the rest of the lineup, it's just, it sucks. that Killorn got injured, started signing the contract. People were on, on Twitter, or I'm sorry, X now. Um, that I guess the porno site is gonna happen soon. Um, <laughs> they're uh, they were saying it's like <laughs> Ducks luck. He signs that big contract. Um, he could have, you know pretty much helped the team out. That veteran guy. He knows how to win. He wants to win. Even though he's on this team that he knows it's not gonna go anywhere um, this season. And let's be real, people. This this Ducks team is not gonna make the wild card spot. They're not gonna make the playoffs. If they happen to squeak in the playoffs, they're gonna get blown away. So there's no point to even have that justification in your mind that this team's gonna be competitive. They're not. The whole goal is for this team to get better as a unit and kind of just build around other players and and kind of get back in that that winning winning ways that they're used to. But um, it's going to be interesting too with the maybes. Uh, it's a fortunate chase to Leo with his awesome '69 hockey jersey. I was waiting for him to make the the, the lineup, but yeah, he, he's a good guy, Mike. Uh, we, we've we've talked to him. Both of us talked to him uh, via DM a few times. He's just down to earth, just a normal person. He loves he loves the game. He loves California loves the Ducks, so I was really hoping that he'd make the the lineup and, until, unfortunately, uh, that little bitch, Kalioff, decides to throw a cheap shot at him. And, and I don't care. Like, Kalioff, and it has to be the Kings, too, that was it. That was the most cheapest shot you can actually give. and Kalioff is, I, I don't wish injuring on any other people, but I really hope he gets fucking injured bad. I hope he gets his throat taken out or something. Like That guy's a piece of crap. Gudis hits him, and then he goes after Chase Dalil instead of going after Gudis. Like, come on. Going off topic there, but... I think our group looks good, so I'm looking forward to seeing the, which team, who makes it, who's in, who's not in an opening lineup. But like I said, as far as Carl or Leo Carlson, I hope he plays as many games as he can, not just, you know, thrown out there here and there and just kind of having him linger around because that's not really going to help his development.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people in the comments felt the way you did too. They thought that he would get nine games and then get sent back down, you know, don't burn a year of his uh, entry-level deal. So I'm really curious to see how that pans out. Uh, now that Kalorn is out, uh, you mentioned DeLeo is out. Uh, DeLeo, yeah, you know, it's funny is I posted the video of him getting hit in that Kings game, and he actually sent me a DM, and uh, <laughs> he was not happy. He 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 said that it was a, a quote, fucking cheap shot uh, from Kaliav, and and he was just not happy about that at all. Um, so the, the video is out there. I posted it on X if you haven't seen it. And then the NHL player safety. Obviously, they posted the video too. Kellyoff got four games, two preseason, two regular season. Which I don't. I I think it should have been more. You know, I mean, DeLeo's out for at least two months now, and it, it was it was bad. Um, I think he didn't realize it at first because he watched the video I had posted. And then then um, was kind of like, oh man, that that really was a cheap shot, you know, or an effing cheap shot, as he said. So um, it's unfortunate that he's out. Like I said, Kalorn, they can maybe put on the IR two. Um, kind of the wild card in all this is, is Cassian, I guess. Um, we had our, our buddy uh, T O M O underscore W B, which is Tom on Instagram. You know, he asked if if Cassian would get a contract. Uh, I probably would have said no. Uh, I don't think he would have uh, a little while back, but um, now with Kalorn out and DeLeo out. Uh, he he might he might get a contract and play, but I really haven't been that uh, impressed by him. I was watching that Ducks Kings game, and I, I wasn't really that excited. I, I just didn't I didn't feel like he had a lot of an impact. But I mean, he could squeak in there and get on the team. Um, we also had Larry Gubow on a Facebook ask us about Leeson uh, and if he's going to play on the third or fourth line. I, I think he's more of a fourth liner. I think Leeson will probably squeeze in there. Uh, definitely bottom six, probably fourth line. Um, I think Bo grew gets in there and, and, and then it's, it probably comes down to Cassian Agazino, and McGinn, uh, who's going to make it out of that group. I I think Leeson and, and grew make it in there. And then it depends too on what the ducks are going to do. Are they going to do 13 or 14, uh, forwards? So that's where I wrap it up with, um, any last kind of thoughts there on the forward group before
1: we move to the defense, Eddie? Yeah, uh, regarding that hit too about uh, Chase DeLeo, what pissed me off and I keep I keep echoing this, the Ducks need to get back to their dirty duck ways and get more grit. Yeah, this player intentionally took out DeLeo and he's out for 2 months. You can see that knee intentionally stuck out. And Henrique what, what he goes over there and is hugging him, jerking him off like, you "No, know, beat his ass." Like holy crap if someone touched one of my teammates or one of my friends and or hurt them like that you best believe i'm gonna go off man. I, I don't care and i'll pop off real quick and it's just this team doesn't have that fight in them and that, that's what the thing is lacking i know the sports getting watered down and hockey is just, people don't want to touch each other they want to just hold hands and have some skittles and whatever but that kind of play that deserves some retribution and the four games, the two preseason, the two regular season—that was a joke. Department of Player Safety, uh, George Perro's biggest joke in the world. Like they just—I I don't know why they even exist. They, they don't really care about the player safety. They, their their rules are so weird. Uh, as long as no one fights and the referees get involved, like it's just—it's sad where this game is is is, is heading toward and has came to. Uh, I want to say what years ago, what five years ago, ten years ago, you you. You took a run at player like that, preseason or not, you're actually going to be kicked, and you're never going to do it again. And uh, Kalioff's repeat offender, and it just shows him, like, hey, you know what, I took out this guy for, for what, for what two months, and I just get four games, or two, actually two actual games that matter. Why not do it again? Uh, it just, I, I hope he gets hurt. I'm sorry I say that, but I really hope he does. Well,
0: and the other thing, too, in that game against the Kings, the Kings played like their starting lineup. The Ducks had, like, a mix of starters and rookies in that game, and it's preseason. I mean, really? And, I mean, you you kind of saw that with Stone in Vegas, too, right? They went after him and hit him, and he got pissed. And, I mean, you know, you can argue whatever you want to say about that hit, but Stone, you know, went back at him, you know? And I, I think DeLeo didn't really realize how bad it was because, you know, he watched the video that we posted, and then he and then he said it, but... But going forward, yeah, man. I, I mean, come on. This is a preseason game. Gudis takes a hit at Kellyoff, and then then you just run and go hit another player. I, it's, just like, it's just uncalled for. And, and it sucks because it, it's always, I just feel like it's always against the king. Something stupid like this happens. So that that part was frustrating. Yeah, the Ducks lost that, that preseason game, but they didn't have their starting lineup in there. So, you know, I'm not really stressed about it. I, I just, I'm with you. Um, I'm really curious to see the next time the Ducks play the Kings, what's going to happen. Uh, one thing that was was cool in that game is, you know, some of the preseason games they do shootouts, sometimes they don't. But uh, and and yes, the Ducks lost that shootout too. But holy crap, man! What about Carlson's uh, shootout goal, man? That's some smooth shit right there. That was that was good. I loved it. What did you think about the shootout goal, uh, Eddie?
1: Oh, I, uh, Mike, man, I had to had to pull up the lube after that. <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm so sorry I was inappropriate but no that was that was really like slick he did not look like a a player has never played in NHL at all before he he made it look so easy like it was just shooting on a a random league goalie um i hope we can see more of that from him i know he has a lot of developing to do he he's mentioned too that he wants to work on his foot speed and getting that acceleration off faster but I, i think he's a special player and I know people are still, you know, some people are still upset about Bedard. Same here. I know people are still so upset about of us not getting him, but I think we made the right choice and the player is going to fit this organization and hopefully become a superstar. Um, like I mentioned before, I don't think Fentalia would have wanted to stay with the Ducks. He already made that clear in certain interviews. But I think we, we got a really winner, and hopefully he can just keep developing and become a superstar. Um, this team has a bright future, and they're going to be super dangerous, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to us looking back on, hey, remember the Ducks were dead last. Remember they got screwed in the draft. Remember this, remember that. And now it's like I can't wait to the time where I can say, hey, look at us now. We just won another Stanley Cup. and with the, with the roster that we had and these players that were kind of like developed on our own, we just didn't go out and buy a Stanley Cup. So that's something I'm really looking forward to.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the future's bright for this team. I mean, you, you've got Carlson on the mix on offense getting in there. Obviously, you got Zegers back, uh, you know, with now playing with Terry in this game against Arizona, and they're, they're very deadly in this game. Uh, I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. And then, you know, going into the defense, uh, the Ducks, I think we're going to see some new faces there, some excitement as well. I mean, you're looking at, uh, obviously, now Drysdale's signed, so you've got him, Fowler, Gudis, and Vakanainen that are going to be on there. Uh, probably looking at seven to eight defensemen to make the roster. Lacome has been impressive. I liked him And that Kings game. Man, he was taking some hits and and taking some people out, and he was doing. He's been doing that all preseason. So I really think Lacombe's going to get up there in the mix, and that'll that'll give you five guys, and then you've got to figure out you know. And I'm not talking about the Burger Place, sorry, you know. But you're going to have five guys on, on the defense. Um, but uh, you know, at least for sure, uh, what I'm looking at. And then you've got uh, Lunau, Labushkin, uh, Minty Kulov, uh, Thompson that uh, they picked up recently, and Zellweger. Uh, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Um, obviously, Minty and, and Zell and Luno are waiver-exempt, so they could all be sent down. Um, you know, I, I think maybe Labushkin and, and Thompson, they, they make it, but I, I think maybe we get to see Zellwinger or Minty... Um, in the beginning of the season, or if not, or for some games, I'm really excited. I I think it's going to be good, man. You add those guys in there, there's going to be some excitement on the blue line. You've got you know some some great two way guys. Um, you know we wrote that article on on, on Thompson as well, and um, his defense is a little bit suspect, as I wrote in the article, but um, he's a good defense uh, two way defenseman, uh, strong on the puck. Um, he's willing to jump up in there, so. I'm really, uh, that's probably the part of probably the most excited about this team is the blue line, because you have the potential for these guys, um, to go in there and be exciting. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, think the blue line is what I'm really curious. I, I, I want to see what Verbeek's going to do. Is he going to go with, you know, the seven or eight defensemen and how he's going to play that out? Um, I, 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 he might go with eight, you know, the way that it's going right now, but I, I'm excited. Like I said, looking at how the defense is played, um, you know, they weren't great against the Kings that game. I know some people were talking about that. But again, that was the Kings, like, pretty much starting lineup against, you know, uh, Mishmash of the Ducks lineup. So the blue line is, is where I'm excited to see. I I, I think that we're going to see Minty and, and Zellwanger this season. How many games? I don't know. But I think we'll get to see both. And I think the blue line is going to be entertaining this season, Eddie.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do, too. I think that's what the most thing I'm excited about for this upcoming season. Obviously, seeing uh, how Drysdale bounces back, how zealous, uh, how, how he comes in, and and what he can do this season. But the blue line, we had, what, three of our profit defensemen win, what, like the defenseman of the year in their respective uh, leagues and clubs. So it's just going to go up from there. Zalweger, I'm hearing nothing but good things about him from teammates, uh, watching some of his plays, too. It's just... It's going to be a special thing, and I'm really looking forward to it. And I think, like I said, yeah, this season's not going to go anywhere. The Ducks aren't going to make the playoffs, but I think it's going to be a better team. And that's all I asked for, the Ducks to improve from last season. I mean, you can't really go any worse, knock on wood. I don't want to say that and <laughs> us get any worse. But I think it's it's going to, you know, it's time to start climbing out of the hole that the Ducks have been uh, digging themselves in and, and go up from there. So looking forward to it. I wanted to just kind of break this off too, um, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little off off script, but I've been talking to Ruth Darlene. Do you know her? She has those tickets behind the Ducks bench. Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to surprise you, and I was going to keep it a secret, but I need to know the days you're free, but I'm going to buy uh, a couple tickets off her so we can go watch the game right behind the Ducks bench. Uh, yeah, you know, sounds January and February so it's going to be your your birthday present so uh, happy early birthday it's come January and uh, I, was, I was gonna keep it a secret but I, I need to know the day so I can let her know I told her I would let her know by the end of this week so I can get the tickets from her but yeah so I hope you're looking uh, forward to your TV debut Mike and <laughs> right in front of the right behind the Ducks bench and it should be a, a good time so happy early birthday I'm looking forward to attending that game with you.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Ruth's awesome. Uh, she's a good friend. She's had those tickets um, down there behind the Ducks bench. Amazing seats. Uh, I really appreciate it. We're, we'll have a blast, man. Um, you know, I, I like sitting down low for d- different reasons, too. Uh, you you see how fast the game really is. You, you hear the yelling on the ice. You get to see the checks up close um i mean it's always a good time you know obviously the, the tickets when you sit down close to the ice aren't the cheapest <laughs> they're obviously more expensive but if you ever get a chance to get tickets and sit down by the glass i i mean anywhere is not bad i have done it i think maybe twice I, I, I it's a very very rare that i've gotten to sit down low i'm usually sitting way up in the nosebleed um so it'll be a fun time dude we'll have a great time i appreciate it. it's gonna be awesome oh yeah um
1: Definitely, definitely. I remember like my first time sitting uh like glass seats. There was these guys pre gaming with my uh, with my ex wife in the parking lot. We're just chilling. These guys came up to me. And they're like, hey, we have glass you know, seats from our company. Do you want to buy them? I was like, at that time, it's like, I I can't afford that. You know, blah blah. blah. They're like, oh, hey, okay, no problem. And I get, I, I said, hey, you guys want some beer? Give them some beers. Almost like an hour later. They came back like, hey, we well, we didn't sell the tickets. So if you want, you can just you can have the tickets. If it was against a Atlanta Thrashers, I remember that my first time sitting behind right the glass seats and it was just a different experience and uh, man I remember like I can't remember those guys names but I really want to thank them and that was like awesome I do love sitting higher though so I can see the whole game but yeah it's gonna be a fun unique experience Ruth was awesome I uh, DM'd her and stuff like that she's a really nice person so I'm looking forward to, to January now we can actually celebrate both of our birthdays uh, going to a game so
0: yeah, man. Uh, yeah, exactly. It, it, both of us are uh, team Capricorns. We've joked about before, so and we had a lot of know, loss looks... in
1: January too. So it's like,
0: yeah, January is always yeah. a, it's always a good time, man. It's always a good time. I'm, I'm trying to look at the schedule right now. You got me all excited. I'm like, what? What's going on in January? I'm like,
1: hmm. Yeah, she oh, guess, she, she offered me yeah. the uh, the Buffalo game, but I was like, oh, maybe we can do it in February. She has a Friday game too, so I I figure I'd. Um, I'm going on vacation January so I got to figure out uh, my vacation. I was supposed to go to Cancun but apparently I can't go because it's a really hot spot right now for Americans and where I work I have to get actually like clearance to go so I have my security clearance so I really can't just go where I want to but no matter what we're going to have a good time and we're going to pick the right date and Friday will work better if I'm off work too so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm off on Fridays normally, so. Nice. Yeah,
1: well, look, we'll
0: we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll be fun, dude. Uh, sitting down low is always a good time.
1: We'll be on TV, so I got to lose a little more weight.
0: <laughs> I'm working on that too, my man.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, man, no, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be good. Uh, you know, uh, it'll be good. Start off 2024, sitting down low. And, and, I, and I still have my tickets too, and I know there's some people that have asked me about some games, if you guys are ever interested and whatnot about going to certain games we've been giving away a lot of stuff too by the way i've been giving away preseason games um on instagram so if you go on there and follow us um you'll see him on there gave away uh the free z t-shirt which now he is free but we gave away some of that on x um like we've talked about too we've been giving away a lot of stuff early this season and we're going to keep on rolling with that too but if you're interested in any games and you want to go hit me up uh my work schedule is insanely crazy now uh, I, I feel like i have two uh, like a full time job and a part-time job with the stuff that i do uh, i'm just i'm just really really busy um it's just crazy and then trying to do this it's just it's a lot <laughs> but 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 if if you guys are ever interested in games and you're looking for tickets uh, just hit me up and we'll you know figure out um, something but um, yeah uh yeah so getting back i guess to to the roster i guess you know the the thing that's Kind of the most controversial thing, which I, I didn't think was going to be controversial, is the, is the goalies now. I mean, so, uh, like we said, Carlson, you know, playing on the forwards, looking good. Defense, you know, trying to see which new guys will be in there as well. But Verbeek was also on the radio, uh, serious Radio, and he was talking about the goalie situation. He was talking about how there's, you know, this, this competition between all three goalies and that they're going to decide at the end of this week... Who's going to be the starter and who's going to be the backup? And I was like, what? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just a vague question. But I'm like, well, isn't Gibson going to be the starter? And then you have to decide between uh, Stalick and Dostal? I mean, I, I don't know. That's what I That's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I had down. Because we had that from um, Nick Derry asked that. He said, you know, who's going to be backing up Gibson this year? And that's what I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about, you know, the discussion was going to be Dostal or Stalick. But then Verbeek made that comment on the radio, kind of threw me for a loop. So I'm kind of like, well, wait a second. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, Gibson going down to AHL. Uh, obviously, there's no way in hell that's going to happen. So maybe, maybe he's going to see if. I don't know, Dostal or Stalik start, and then Gibson's a backup. I mean, I don't know. It just kind of threw me for a loop. Like, what? Like, what do you think? Do you think it was just kind of a vague comment, Eddie, or like, is he just saying that to like keep everybody on their toes and guessing?
1: I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was very weird. I think he just said it just to make competition. Like, let's be real. Stalik is, is a journeyman. He's not. Um, he's not a reliable. Or a re- well, he is reliable, but he's not. A, he's not a starter goalie. He's not someone right. that you want that that one A one B kind of punch. It's going to be between Gibson and Dosto. Like, I, I want Dosto to get more time in net, and I, I was ad- really like, like I was an advocate about trading Gibson this past offseason. I think they should have, uh, and that's my opinion. I think this this team is isn't going to be competitive for a few more seasons. So why kind of waste Gibson's prime years? You could have got so much more for him, and you could have built this team better and better and better. Um, it's not fair for Gibson, and I feel for him having to face 40 shots uh, per night. Uh, I think it was last season he, um, he faced the most shots in, like, what NHL history uh, of the whole season. It's just that wears and tears on, on a goalie, and he wants to win. He wants to be competitive, and he is that guy to, to kind of boost that team and get them th- to the next level. Uh, there's, I think every team that's in a playoff spot that wants him to win a Stanley Cup um, could benefit from him. And why not just throw the rein to Dostal and let him develop like that, get him all the games and experience that he can get. He's a capable goalie. He's great. Uh, at the end of last season, the team was just hell. Yeah, his numbers didn't look that well on paper, but it's like watching him and the, all the shots he faced, he made some great saves. He kept the Ducks in a lot of games. So I think the, the whole thing what Rebeek was saying was just trying to make, uh, I guess, both these uh, Gibson and Dostal just kind of be on their toes and their feet and try to you know, I mean, fight harder and see who earns it. I hope um, him or or Conan the Barbarian, they don't just kind of take this whole like, hey, you start this game, you start that game. I forgot which coach. I want to say it was. Um, I forgot which uh, Carlisle that did it with. Goalie saying, hey, if you win, you keep playing. If you lose, you don't play. I think that was a stupid strategy. And I'm not sure if it was Carlisle. I'm not 100%. So I'm, I apologize if if it wasn't him, but. No, we have to establish a starter and we have to establish a backup and go from there. But I do want to see Dosto get some more games and more experience under his belt.
0: Yeah, that's another question we had too from uh, that one grill master on Instagram. He says, you know, quote, why can't we just give Dosto more minutes and let Gibson sit on the bench some more games? And that and that's where I'm at. I, I mean, e- even with this comment that Verbeek made on the radio. I, I still think it's Gibson and Dostal. Stalik uh, is, yeah, he's a journeyman, like you said, Eddie. Uh, unless for some reason they really think uh, uh, Dostal is not ready and they want to give him more time um, in the AHL, I mean, I, I guess they could do that. I mean, the only issue uh, is Stalik is obviously not waiver-exempt. So, I mean, if, if there's a risk sending him down and he gets picked up... I don't know if that plays into it at all in the decision-making process with the whole waiver thing and whatnot. And obviously, uh, Dostal is waiver-exempt. But that's what I would go with. I would go with Gibson, play him as a starter. I I would, like uh, that one Grillmaster talked about, I would get uh, Dostal more minutes for sure, get him in the mix. Because we talked about this on the show last year. I I mean, I really think Dostal is the future. I mean, unless you're going to trade Gibson... For another top goalie, uh, you know, if you're going to trade him for a top forward, defenseman, whatever you're going to do, um, you know, come this trade deadline, because you know, I, I know you and I both lean still towards more that he will be traded than not traded. Um, then yeah, get Dostal in there, get him the minutes, get him to play more. Um, you know, don't the other thing too is I I don't like that burning out Gibson. I mean, you saw in the preseason too, he got hit. And he ended up throwing up on the ice uh, in that preseason game last week and uh, it was nasty. He um, took a stick towards the neck area and then he got a puck right in the noggin. And he was kind of dazed after that. Fortunately, he was fine. But I know all the, the critics out there are like, oh my God, Gibson, he gets hurt all the time. Yada, yada, yada. So, uh, you know, that, that's the other thing. And like you mentioned too, him taking all those shots last year was just stupid. Uh, it's just ridiculous. So... I'm hoping that that doesn't happen this year. I mean, yes, we have a younger defense. I'm excited to have those guys in there. Yes, they're more two-way defensemen. They're more offensive-minded, which, yes, could lead towards more chances for the other team as well. But if there's games where Gibson's facing, you know, 40 to 50 shots, dude, like, throw Dosto in the next game. Whether it's a back-to-back or it's not, like, uh, give him some more time in there is what I think. I I don't think it should be you know 60 70 percent of the games for Gibson I, I I think you gotta break that up a little bit more and, and get dostal in there um, you know at least 30 40 percent of the time at least you know maybe maybe it's not 50 50 split but you know get him in there get that time you know if that's the direction we're gonna go if he's gonna be the future because that's what I kind of see I, I just I don't see Gibson being the long-term future for this team. I, I really don't. And, and like you mentioned too, is that like, hey, he should have been traded before. So I don't know. The situation in the net is going to be interesting. I, I'm really curious to see. I, I still think, like I said, Gibson's the starter. But I'm curious to see how many games um, he starts and whatnot, Eddie.
1: Yeah, I think a 51-31 would be fair, right? Give Gibson the 51 games, uh, DOS the 31. I think that, that that's fair. You, you're not throwing him out and, and forcing him to play more games. You're not taking away games from Gibson. Uh, I think that's 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 feasible for the Ducks to do, but, but let's see what the hell they run with it. Uh, but like I said, I, I still think Rubik is just throwing smoke and trying to get his players to be that much more competitive. But I just had to wait and see. Um, like I said, there would be tons of teams lining up for Gibson services. He established himself as that goalie. And I think he would thrive on, on a, a team that's that's better positioned to be competitive, a, a team that has better defensive st- stats that are allowing those you know, 40, 50 shots per game. And I think he can really be a game changer. I mean, look at Aiden Hill uh, with Vegas, the, the third-stream goalie, comes up here. And Vegas' defense was so good. They just limited those hard shots. They, took, they made other teams shoot from those those hard angles where Aiden Hill can see they gave him time and space. It's just he thrived on that. And I think that's something with Gibson would thrive on that too. And like I said, there's a bunch of other teams that would be interested. Uh, I know Gibson has like a, a modified no trade clause, right? Or some kind of clause in his contract, Mike? Yeah, so it's like like a team like L.A. They have Copley, they have Talbot. Those goalies aren't the goalies they are going to bring in the Stanley Cup that they want. They have a great team, and they built their team internally, and they did a good job doing it. They brought the right players that that thrive over there, but their goaltending situation is is terrible. Uh, Copley stood in his his head last season, but he's not that that starter goalie. They they have pretty much two, you know, qualified backups, but they don't have a starter. I think a team like L.A. can can really benefit for someone like Gibson or Toronto. Obviously, obviously Toronto is always in the mix with everything. You can have a baseball, you can have LeBron James want to be traded and Toronto will be in the mix for, for that for some reason. But yeah, a team like that would you know would benefit and has better defensive stats that can really kind of help Gibson not have to take that full load on him. So I'm mean, just got to wait and see. And I don't know what's the hesitation about that. Um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong then. Hopefully if the it Ducks for some reason come out firing and be like Seattle where they just... You know, made a number and a mark on their south last season. No one thought they were going to do anything. Maybe the Ducks are going to do it this season, and we're going to get uh, we're going to get players that are just going to just develop their game immensely all year. Then so be it. And I'll gladly come on this show again and say I was so wrong and apologize to everybody. But I'm just I'm being a realist in this situation.
0: Yeah, looking back at, at Gibson's games, 2017-18, uh, he played sixty. 2018-19 58 uh, uh was 51 and and obviously that got shortened a little little bit with you know all the covid stuff and then the next season was a shortened season T- and then 21-22 56 and then 22-23 53 so i mean he, he's been you know in the mid to high fifties for most of those seasons, uh, you know, I I'm good. Like what you said, I'm good with him getting maybe around 50 and then, you know, 50, 51, like you said, and then whoever's going to be, take the other chunk. Um, you know, don't overextend him. I, I I wouldn't go much higher than 50. I think that's a good solid number keep him in there. You know, and again, it you know, this is just depending on the defense and what's going to happen. Like we talked about, if the defense is lights out this year. These young guys come in and they just kill it and they play great in front of them, help him out, then okay. But if not, you know, I think a lot of it also depends on the shot count. I mean, if he's just getting destroyed with these shots, I mean, cuz <laughs> you know, the shots against last year was almost 2000. It was 1983. In the in the twenty two twenty three season, I I mean that's just stupid, stupid. Almost two thousand shots against. <laughs> uh, I, I it's just uh, it's just ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh, you know, um, yeah, we just can't have that. So that that's, that sounds that's, that's the big thing.
1: It <laughs> sounds like me and Vegas. T- uh, two thousand shots for the weekend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's part of it too. So it's that's the games played.
1: Yeah, it's the
0: games played, but it's also, I mean, how many shots is he taking? I mean, 2,000 shots in almost, in 53 games last year? Holy crap, man. And Mike, that's just the shots
1: that he's actually facing, like, that's hitting him. It's not the shots that went wide where he has to prepare himself, move laterally, uh, position himself. So it's probably more than that, like, that he has to actually set up for uh, mentally and physically.
0: Right, those are the shots against... On goal, you're right. So it's, that's not that's not counting those those missed shots. Yeah. So I mean that's just that's tough. That's tough. So that that's a that's a, a big thing. I, I'm really curious. I'm excited about the defense, but I'm I'm really curious to see how they play in front of Gibson. That that's going to be a big key to the season, and um, you know how they do. And and it, it kind of goes into this is kind of our, where we're wrapping up, kind of the, the big part of the the, sh- the show, I guess, is is looking into next season, and what do we think? Um, Eddie threw a question out there, like you know, what are your expectations for the upcoming season? Uh, we got our buddy Alex. He said, you know, get another high draft pick, compete for the playoffs next year, and I'm I'm with Alex on that. You know, I I think that is reasonable. A lot of you on X said. Um, the ducks need to have chemistry. They need to be competitive. Um, obviously, need to be better than last year, which I mean that 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 part's not really that difficult being last. But but no, we do want to be better. A- absolutely. So I look at the that stuff and and I'm big on that. I, I think what everybody's saying there is huge. I do have expectations that this team is going to play better. And I honestly. And more positive now than I was before. Of course, getting Zegris and Drysdale in there. Carlson's going to play with the team. We don't know how many games. You have these new guys on defense that are going to be there. I'm very, very positive about this team this year. Um, I know Eddie and I went, we were kind of, I guess, a little bit more positive last year. And then really dwindled down, obviously. But I'm not going to tell you they're going to win the Stanley Cup. I'm not even going to tell you they're going to make the playoffs and, and be, you know, you know, this this team that, you know, come, you know, April, May, we're going to be watching, uh, you know, but that doesn't concern me. I think the biggest thing is they're going to be competitive. They've got young talent in there, uh, a whole bunch of new coaches in the mix uh, for the Ducks and the Gulls. So I think they are going to be better. Um, if by some miracle, they get close to a wild card spot. I think that'd be great. I, I don't know that they'd be there, but I think that they're going to be competitive and more fun to watch this year where last year, I feel like last year it was just like, everybody was like, it was frustrating last year. Cause it seemed like people wanted them to lose because once, once we got to like February and we knew that we were in the bottom with Chicago and the blue jackets and we weren't going anywhere. Then it was like, well, you know, let's get a higher pick and I'm not going to open that wound. We all know how that went. But, um, yeah, I you know looking at that and, and the expectations this season, I I am positive. I think they're gonna play better. I think they're gonna you know they're gonna be fun to watch. Um, y- you know you've got some new faces there. It Sucks that Kalorn's gonna be out for a little bit. It sucks that DeLeo got hurt right away. The injury thing seems to screw the Ducks the last couple of years. But overall, I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I guess that's the way I'll put it, Eddie. I, I think they will do better and they will play better. And I, I'm looking for that. I, I think they're gonna be a more exciting team and I'm hoping these games are gonna be a lot closer than last
1: season. yeah, you, you said it right cost costly optimistic. yeah, same here. Um, I just I want the, I want the ducks to play better. I want obviously when I go to the games, I want them to win because I'm not gonna spend 18 dollars on a beer if I'm gonna lose. I'm not gonna spend it, but whatever. but yeah, it should be a better year. We have um, we have uh, younger players that are really excited to be on the team that want to make their mark that are gonna go you know, hard on it and play their best. So, I mean, like I said, we can't go any <laughs> any worse than what we're already at. So we just kind of just hold our breath, wait for, for next, what, two weeks when we have our uh, season opener. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, season opener and open, home opener, which Mike and I will be at. So if you guys see us, you can say hello. Um, Yeah, and that's just it. And looking forward to the season to start and see what the Ducks can do. Looking forward to going to bars and watching the games. Looking forward to going to the games. I missed hockey a lot, so it's going to be fun regardless if the Ducks, you know, I have no expectation of Ducks winning anything like, like Stanley Cup or going into the playoffs, but I'm still happy to see my team play and I'm so happy to talk about it each and every week with you, Mike, so let's get the season rolling
0: yeah absolutely it's funny because tom asked us that question too like what's the first game we're going to go to who's buying the costly beers <laughs> uh,
1: Well, he yeah, can buy them if he wants he could buy us those beers i know but he he's over in england man <laughs> well he could send us some pounds and buy us those beers <laughs> <laughs> uh send us some pounds to pound some beers <laughs> no yeah it's like i, I think england is like what it's they go by the currency is pounds correct uh, I th- I think so. I think yeah, so. I just saw it in the movie. So if I'm wrong, go ahead and Tom correct <laughs> us. If yeah, we're please wrong Tom. Us. We're sorry. And- yeah,
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, we're gonna go. So the ducks, they um, let's see, they start out in Vegas. Uh, coming up here, it's just right around the corner. Uh, just under two weeks. They're starting out in Vegas on the 14th, and then of course they then had the home opener on the 15th, a crappy scheduling in the beginning. But, yeah, we will both we'll both be there for the the home opener on the 15th. Um, I'll possibly be there on the 19th as well, that game against Dallas. Uh, and then we'll see. Just my, my schedule is so crazy. i got so much stuff going on. So I don't know how many games I'm going to get to this year, but I'm going to try to get to as many as yeah, I can.
1: same here, same here. My job, I have a new project going on and then running the business. It's like I have no time to breathe. Sometimes it sucks, but I thought about going to the one in Vegas. I was like, that'd be pretty cool. Go to Vegas and the next day, go after. It. But honestly, I'm a degenerate, and I know if I go to Vegas, I'm not gonna make it to the next game. So I'll just I'll go to the home opener and not not waste my uh, my time being inebriated in Vegas for the next three days after that.
0: Yeah, we my uh, better half and I recently just went to Vegas for a preseason game, and it was fun. We went and checked out and hung out, but but yeah, I try. Trying to go <laughs> to a game there and then turn around and then come back here. For, no man, that'd be rough. Saturday night in Vegas. Oh my god, dude. That 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 would be rough. Be extremely rough. Oh, I'd be um, hung
1: over for the next three days. <laughs> like man, it's like, it's like every year I get older. The hangovers just suck even more. It's terrible.
0: Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I've been cutting back a little bit. I mean, it's just kind of the way it is. You know, get, getting older sucks. <laughs> um, another thing about the season, uh, the Mighty Jerseys asked us too, is like, what what do we think the Ducks will do, or how will they do uh, wearing the 30th anniversary jersey? They'll play 15 games. Uh, I remember I used to keep track of this and post it on, on Twitter back in the day, before it was X, the record. Uh, I guess I'll keep track this year, but... Um, I don't know. I think with the 30th jerseys, I haven't looked at the schedule when they're playing, but I, I'm thinking maybe maybe 500 or a little bit under 500. What, what do you think, Eddie? How do you think they'll do wearing that 30th jersey? Oh, my God. Jersey's so
1: ugly. I don't <laughs> like it. You know what's worse, too, is that stupid patch, that advertising patch, and how they have, like, it, it's so cluttered. It's that they're captain, or don't, I'm sorry, not captain. They don't have a captain this season, But the A next to the. Um, it's yes. Yes. I don't know. Honestly, I hope they go freaking 0 for 15 on those ugly jerseys. It's just terrible. <laughs> um, I'm saying right there. I'm sorry about that, but it's just those jerseys are terrible. my um, jerseys, thank you. You're a good, good follower. You always have great questions. Love your post. Love you tag me on the post about the Ducks and in, uh, in Colorado Avalanche jerseys. I like the Avs too, so I appreciate that. But, yeah, something has to give with these jerseys. It's just it's terrible. They have... Their 30th anniversary patch. They have that advertisement. They have the A. It's like, like, wh- what's going to happen next season? You're going to add more and more and more. It's just, it's, it's dumb. But yeah, I, ho- I hope, as ugly as these jerseys were, and they had so much potential, and and the whole jersey is awesome. The logo sucks. That's why I told you guys before in a previous show is that I'm going to buy two jerseys. Just one I can have that I can collect. The other one I'm going to strip that freaking logo off and add the Mighty Ducks logo on there. I think it'll look a lot better. So. Looking forward to that, but yeah, uh, my prediction is 0 for 15, and I hope that happens. Except if we (laughs) go to the games, then I'll take one or two wins if we're there.
0: (laughs) And if you're concerned about the patch, the sponsor patch, Cool Hockey is going to have the jersey soon without it. So I am going to buy it from them. Just You all know I'm a, a jersey nut. I have every single Ducks jersey. Uh, that they've ever worn. I even have some custom ones that I've had made that don't exist. <laughs> uh, I even have custom hats that don't exist. I think i posted them on social media before, but I've got some uh, old school Flexfit hats with the MyDucks logos and practice jerseys with the MyDucks logos that I ended up actually buying the patches, uh, the hat size patch and the, and the crest size patch and the jerseys separate and then uh, uh, ironing them on. Um, either the hat or the jerseys. I'll probably I'll probably have to dig those up and post them. So, so show you guys those. But you know I'm really nuts when it comes to jerseys. I have a lot of jerseys and everything. And I'm with Eddie on that. The, you know, you have the sponsor on there. Then you have the 30th patch, and then you have like the A next to the 30th patch. It just doesn't look right. Uh, it it just doesn't. It's just like I'm like what? This is a mess. It's just a mess, man. Just. I mean, whatever you know, the team's gonna do what they're gonna do. I, I just I won't I won't buy a jersey with that patch. Or if I do, I I will uh, remove it.
1: Yeah, I, I no, won't. no, I I won't at all. I, I think it's stupid. I think, I mean, they're not gonna save you money on the jerseys. You're pretty much a walking advertisement. And I'm not doing that crap. I, hockey had the prestigiousness of having our sweaters, our hockey jerseys, be something that that weren't available for team or for companies to to have and. I think it's a sellout. And like I said, if I had, if my business was thriving and I made billions of dollars, millions of dollars, I would buy advertising space on a hockey jersey and not put my advertising on there. Just, just make a point, and that would go a hell of a lot way with hockey fans. But it's just, it's dumb, and I'll never do it. Um, like I said, either you know, buy from Cool Hockey, don't buy from the team store, especially how ridiculous that stupid company said, to, hey, with the first hundred jerseys that people buy with our ad on there, we'll give you ten dollars, like. Are you kidding me? That's a slap in the face. That company can go to hell. Screw them. <laughs> and they have the bad reviews, anyways. On, on what Yelp and social media that how they treat their their customers and stuff like that. Screw them. They can just they can eat a bowl of dicks. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I mean it's not. It's, you got to be careful who you pick, right? I mean, the uh, Kings jersey I saw. They had Mercury Insurance on there. And if you know Mercury Insurance logo, it's usually like a yellow, red type logo. But what they did is they put it on there in black and silver. And honestly, I didn't really notice it. It completely blended in with the King's jersey. I didn't I didn't really see it until someone mentioned it. Um, so, the, you know, that's another thing too. I mean, if you're going to do it, maybe make it the you know colors of the team at least like i mean cuz mercury insurance they changed it they went from their their red yellow logo to black and silver and it blended in right with the jersey you did, you hardly noticed it like that 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 is okay with me like i'm with Eddie i i don't like it in general at all i think i i don't it's terrible but i mean if you can if a company's willing to change the colors a little bit and blend it in then uh, you know that that's a that's at least better than you know this this weird logo on there that's whatever i, I don't know so i i did see that so i thought that was kind of interesting but yeah I, I would go with uh cool hockey for that jersey in particular They won't have it on there uh, monkey sports is a big one i like too i used to have a connect there he he uh, moved on went to another company but they were always super cool with me Uh, putting stuff on I took so many jerseys to them and man I spent so much on customizations with them and they were freaking awesome Um, so that's another one uh, I recommend as well those are probably the two big ones um, that I would recommend but yeah overall this season um, yeah I'm excited it's going to be I I think it's going to be entertaining it's going to be fun it's going to be competitive Um, you know I'm ready to get going and and see what's going to happen um with everything i'm excited uh you know we had a a, a lot of uh, good fan questions already on instagram we're going to keep this going we did a bunch of giveaways um eddie talked about going to bars and stuff we have uh, noble ale works is where we're gonna have watch parties this year i don't know how many we're gonna do we, we had several last year i remember we had one where you guys came out in the rain and we were watching the game that was freaking awesome so we're gonna be doing that as well um to hang out and then um Let's see what else we got going on. Oh, the other thing, too, is a lot of people asked about this, and Eddie, I'll let you talk about it, uh, but we will have fantasy hockey again.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to that. I changed it up a little bit. I'm kind of following a format that another uh, fantasy hockey they got, man, it works better than what it has before. I limit the, the players. It seems a little excessive the last few times, but it should be fun. Um, hopefully uh, you guys will. I mean, you guys are all enthusiastic about it, so thank you, and you guys are, are wanting it, so thank you for that. Um, I'm going to have uh, the link posted up tomorrow for the Fantasy Hockey. I'm thinking about doing a paid one too. If we all pitch in like 20 bucks with 20 people and we'll just have a Ducks and Pucks paid one the first time we, we did. And first prize will obviously be a, a higher de- uh, denomination. Second place will probably be like double or triple your money. Third place will be just getting your money back. And if you guys are interested in doing that, as I know some people are more enthusiastic about Fantasy Hockey when they're paying for it um and also too, go ahead and uh, hit up mike too and, and bother him to join the uh, ducks and pucks fantasy hockey because he hasn't done it in the last few years so if you guys bother him enough maybe he might do it but yeah i'm looking forward to running this and hanging out and talking to all you guys and having some good competitive stuff and we're gonna you know first place well uh, mike if that's cool we'll, just, we'll give away a jersey for the first place winner second and third place we'll uh, we'll give you know other prize like ducks and pucks swag or some other things uh, throughout the season, too. We can just kind of give out uh, the people that, that join the Fantasy Hockey. Like if you have extra tickets, Mike, that you couldn't sell, we can just give out to the people that are part of the Fantasy Hockey and and go from there. But I'm looking forward to doing this. I'm looking forward to having a good season with all you guys. And thank you uh, in advance for signing up.
0: Yeah, and we'll keep rolling. Uh, like Eddie and I said, we'll probably do a show – I don't know if we'll do it every week, maybe every two weeks, but uh, it just kind of depends on what's going on. We got lucky, obviously, with uh, Zegers and Drysdale coming up because I, I was, we were kind of thinking about pushing this show to, to next week uh, before they actually started the season. But now that uh, they've got both those guys back, we're like, all right, let's let's talk about it. You know, let's talk about these contracts. Happy to have them back and rolling. Kind of gave you a preview on this show about the rosters. Obviously, there's still some more movement to do. The Ducks still have. Um, several days to make some more cuts and adjustments we'll, we'll kind of see what happens with that and um, They just keep you, you know up to date as the news rolls around um, check everything on our link tree um, uh, Website now it's a uh, link then TR slash ducks and pucks um, Everything's on there. You can subscribe I remember uh, one of the links I posted was wrong and someone told me so I appreciate you for telling me that because I, I had a punch in all the stuff on there, but we're on there um we're on TikTok now. Uh we have a funny video of Max Jones on there uh doing a, a Happy Gilmore uh, swing. If you haven't seen it, go on to TikTok and check it out. Um some a-hole took our name, so it's it's on TikTok it's ducks and like the word and pucks. It's not ducks and pucks, so it's it's ducks and pucks, uh, as far as the, the handle name on there. Um on TikTok, it's just kind of the way it is. You know, sometimes people grab stuff and, and I laugh because some of those accounts are like totally inactive or very minor but um, you can check it out on there every single link is on that link tree thing uh, and if you want join our patreon too as well if you, if you want more free t-shirts and stuff uh, go on there you'll automatically sign up and get stuff uh, Martha just signed up recently so I gotta thank her I've got stuff to send you don't, don't let me forget uh, she, yeah she's a she's a big fan of the show so I've got stuff to send her, and I know a lot of you guys did some giveaways. We did hats and uh, shirts and different things this week. I've had a really busy week. I'm going to get those mailed out to you. I promise. I've just been slammed this week. It's it's been crazy, but follow along. We'll have tons of stuff to give away. Um, uh, I've been we've been doing stuff on you know pretty much all the platforms, getting stuff out there and posting the news. Uh, appreciate you guys following us. Um, like we said, we're just we're doing our own thing. Um, you know we're not uh, we're just kind of independent, uh, and we've been doing it since uh, man 2014. This is our tenth year, Eddie. I mean, holy crap, dude. Well, how long I've been part
1: of this show too? It feels like I remember uh, I remember first talking to you in Colorado. Um, I, we just I think you DM'd me like, oh, you're in the military and you respected a lot. But I bought some shirts from you. you were like, yeah, hey, I'll send them to you for free. And I was like, no, no, I'll pay for them. Just like donate the money, which you did. And we just started talking from there. I just really admired you and everything you did. I was a big fan of the show. Then uh, the stars aligned and one day uh, you lost your other co-host and you hit me up like, hey, do you want to try jumping on the show? Which I was like hesitant because I didn't know I can, you know, I was just nervous. Like I never really did a podcast or anything like that. I didn't think I had anything to offer and especially to to live up to your expectations and how you do it. But now it's like I'm glad I did and I'm glad that I took that chance and I'm glad that you gave me the opportunity. So I want to thank you for that. And I love love talking hockey. I love interacting with people that listen to us, the fans, and just kind of getting that kind of like friendship with people. And we have that whole correlation of we all love hockey. We all love Ducks hockey. So it's it's been really cool and I'm looking forward to another great season. So, Mike, thank you for that. Thank you for everyone that's follow. Thank you for the messages and all the support you've given me over the years, too. So I'm really happy to be part of Ducks and Pucks, too.
0: Yeah, I, I am, too. And I'm glad, yeah, the way it worked out, it's funny. It's funny. Met a lot of, lot of good people uh, doing this. And it's it's been, a, a you know, it's just been fun. It's something that we do on the side. You know, we don't <laughs> do this for a living. We don't uh, make money. We're not part of any uh, group. You know, we just kind of do our own thing. Um, we cover the Ducks. And, you know, uh, that's it. And I appreciate the interaction. You know, if you think we're a a Zegers fanboy, that's cool. I like it too. (laughs) I I don't mind. No, seriously. I love it. I love it when people, if you disagree and you you have a comment and you want to throw it on social media and we can talk about it and it'd be all good. You know, obviously respectfully. But yeah, man. I mean, we're not always right. I, I mean, Eddie and I aren't right. We just... We just try to give you all the information that's going on with the Ducks, and then we throw in our two cents about what we think's going on, and uh, try to have some fun with it, um, you know, and, and that's really about it, so... Well, yeah, that's, uh, a, that,
1: yeah, that's the most important, yeah, it's fun, like, we, we, this is all for fun, and, and I want to shout out, too, like, like, all the other blogs and podcasts, too, like, some people don't like us and think we're competition, I, I don't see it like that, we're, we're all here covering the same sport, the game that we love, and I wish... All of them and everyone else, success and and just to have fun and doing what they do and that's the most important thing is we all have fun together. Um, my goal eventually one day we just all come together and we all just have one big podcast with all the other podcasters and we could just all talk about you know ducks hockey and I think that would be great for all the fans. But yeah, like I said, Mike, the biggest thing you said was fun. That's what all this is is just having fun talking about the game we love and the team we love yeah
0: exactly exactly and, and and echo what you said too you know there, there's a lot more people out there covering the team and that's great i love it there's way more people doing podcasts and articles and stuff and that's good you know it seemed like 10 years ago there wasn't really a whole lot of people out there there was like us and like one or two other maybe outlets out there now I, i've kind of lost track there's a there's a bunch of people um you know out there just going nuts uh covering the team and, that, and that's awesome I, I applaud that so it's fantastic and obviously all all of you guys you know you listen to us and if you listen to other people that's great too if you if you like us and we're your favorite that's cool too you know i i'm happy you know um yeah and if you think we're full of crap hey that's cool too you know uh, either way i'm glad you listen and, and check out the show and i'm always down to, to rap about hockey and everything so um, with that, though, yeah, we'll uh, wrap up the show. And like we said, we'll probably, probably be doing a show every couple weeks. Uh, just kind of depending on the way things happen uh, with the team and whatnot. Appreciate your support. And let's go Ducks.